0: Welcome to the show. Cole. It's kind of like the old shows, the recent shows, the prior shows, but it's a little different. We won't talk about the same things all over again. Although we might repeat a few things because I'm getting older now and I find my memory does something. I can't remember. <laughs> it's awesome today, man. Yeah, it is. Why wasn't yours awesome?
2: Mine is.
0: Try harder.
2: I don't what? need to. It already is. Okay. Um, I do have an intentional repeat okay. of something that I'm almost positive we've discussed on the show coming up later. So stay tuned for that. Yes. Yeah,
0: stay <laughs> tuned for the retuning. Mm-hmm. You ever gotten retuned? Uh-uh. What does that even mean? I don't know. Like an instrument? I was hoping instrument? you had been so you could tell me. mm Okay. What if somebody like shook a fist at you in public and screamed, go retune yourself? Ooh. What would you, what would you do? Like not to them in the moment. What would you do later when you followed their instructions? I would go
2: home and get out my journal and be like, dear diary, today someone told me it's time to retune myself.
0: Okay. But you wouldn't go home and be like, all right, well, I know what I got to do now.
2: No, I would ponder it probably the rest of my life. Okay.
0: Maybe one of the. Maybe one of the the family out there has some guidance as to what it means. If it involves uh, alcohol, that could be interesting.
2: Okay. What if it involves tobacco?
0: Firearms? Yes. Then it's probably the government, and it's a lie.
2: I'm so glad you were tracking with where I was going on that. Yeah.
0: It's the only time... You speak. Uh, you speak differently when you're trying to lead me down a path. It's a good. Oh,
2: do it's I? a good
0: tip-off. So I'm like, oh, there's a
2: <laughs> hidden message here. There's a clue. It's like Highlights uh, magazine from when we were kids. Yeah. And you would do the hidden picture find.
0: We found Waldo about? before anybody knew he was hiding. That's for sure. As children, we did this.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. The mazes. You know what pissed me off the most about Highlight? I didn't know anything pissed you off about
2: highlights. Oh, there's one thing. What? And
0: it's always involved with your local dentist. He'd have twelve, eighteen month old, and somebody'd already with a pencil, already gone in, or a pen, and they'd done the maze or the word find. And it's like, what the hell, man? It's half the point of the magazine. You got it in here already completed. That was trying me off. to piss me off, so you can. Have an angry patient? You pull teeth out of my head when I'm angry. Is that what you're after? You sadist, you masochist?
2: Yeah, it's. It was intentional. It was to distract you from your nerves. It could. You could like transform your anxiousness, your nervousness about going to the dentist into Into pure rage, violent
0: rage. That's a good plan. And
2: then they give you the laughing gas, and they
0: wonder why most dentists have a finger missing from a from a bite.
2: Did you do the nitrous oxide, the laughing gas, when you were a kid at the dentist?
0: At the dentist, yes. Yes, not yes. just, like,
2: take hits of it recreationally. Right, no, no,
0: I never did that. Although I heard people do that, Can and they I tell you it. something? Yeah. You've done it? <laughs> no,
2: not me. You're like,
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm going
2: to tell you a story, though. <laughs> I did it right
0: before the show. <laughs>
2: no, 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 no. But this is an actual true story, and I know we've never told this on air. I don't even know if you know this story. You might. Okay. Many, many,
0: oh, boy. I many feel
2: like I know years ago. Many years ago, like I'm your dad was a I? dentist, yeah. My dad was a how dentist. How old are
0: you? How that's a man never asks and a lady never tells. I'm, I am, or vice a versa. I
2: have a birthday coming up and I will be 46. I had to do the math in my mind <laughs> last night when I was talking to Matt because he was very concerned about he doesn't know what to give me for my birthday. And he was like, And how old are you going to be? And I was like, 47. No, worries. old enough
0: to be your mother.
2: Is it 47? Am I going to be 47? No, I literally can't. <laughs> I was born. I was born in 1977.
0: Your age, and has it's 2023. Oddly, remained the square root of my age okay. for the entirety of our relationship.
2: I'm going to be 46, though, right? I'm like pretty sure about that. Yes. Okay. Um, so, this listen.
0: Think about it this way. Because they happen to land close together. Yeah. Which anniversary will we be celebrating in the coming weeks?
2: 25.
0: How old did you turn on our honeymoon?
2: 21.
0: There's your math.
2: So, four years difference?
0: No. 25 (laughs) plus 21, you dumb dumb.
2: (laughs) I literally was like, what?
0: So, I add
2: four to my age. That still doesn't help me find my (laughs) age.
0: I guess how old I am and add four to it. Is this in Highlights Magazine? Did they tear this page out at the dentist? (laughs) Yes, that's... That's the source
2: of a lot of my problems. Listen, I was going to tell you this story, though.
0: <laughs> I know what you're going to tell me. Oh, yeah. do you? Your dad was a dentist. You and your siblings snuck into no. the dentist's office and huffed nitrous. And no,
2: but it does have to do that with that. That was
0: how your fifth sibling passed. That's not it's very nice. Not awesome, is it? No. Thanks for bringing it to the show.
2: Okay. 40 years ago, my dad was a dentist in private practice. Now, mm-hmm. the vast majority of my childhood the vast majority of his career he was a dentist in public health but for a short time he was in private practice and he did have an assistant who he had to fire because Mm. she was huffing the nitrous after hours well this was a scandal do you understand i would have excused
0: well i understand because it's a controlled substance even back then and he would have been terrified that the the law was coming to get him because yes. it would have been like, how'd you use that much nitrous sir?
2: right something so he know. had
0: to it's the opposite of a whistleblower he became a finger pointer
2: <laughs> yes okay okay
0: one's noble the other but the other guy's just like come on, man.
2: my parents and I shouldn't say my parents my dad has an exceptional inability to understand boundaries and like what's appropriate. For conversations with your children. I concur. Also, it was the 80s, and I don't think many parents were clued in on stuff like that. Maybe they were. Maybe my governor for... Or my... Uh, what's the what's the word? Maybe my baseline mm-hmm. for that your is Your barometer. Just, my barometer is just way off. It's possible. But I can remember... Either this was a dinnertime conversation, or... It was like not like a discreet conversation in my house right. between my dad and Pass mom. Pass the
0: piece, by the way.
2: Yeah. Basically... And so my earliest understanding of abusing controlled substances <laughs> happened when I was a child, basically kindergarten okay. age.
0: Well, I grew up in a place where there was a, oh, how to say all of this delicately and not offend anybody. There was a, an area where a very low socioeconomic class person, group of people lived, and they, for their for their high, they would get like a brown paper lunch bag yeah. and go shoplift a can of spray paint oh, yeah, and yeah, spray yeah. it in there and then huff the That's paint.
2: some classic huffy. They'd
0: come stumbling out of the alleyway with like if it had been whatever color of paint it was. Let's say it was red, a big red circle around their nose and mouth and stumbling around. Yes. That was my first exposure. I saw it and was like, why did I got this? paint on my head yes. and it was explained to me
2: okay see at least you asked a question my knowledge of nitrous oxide abuse was forced upon me. it was just <laughs> I had no choice involuntary. involuntary yes um you know what else was involuntary this week
0: something that's you're gonna have to help take the journey of telling mm-hmm. us how this was awesome
2: It wasn't awesome.
0: Oh, there's a part that's awesome. you got to spin the story right. You need to be a better journalist.
2: I'm not a journalist, so how could I become a better one?
0: Well, you tell it the wrong way, and then I'll mansplain it to you. Oh,
2: good. Okay. Um, We have a puppy who has an insatiable need to eat that which is not meant for consumption by (laughs) human
0: or animal. Which could be furniture. Yes. Or any dead thing in the yard. Definitely. And when you say puppy, I think it's... Valuable to comprehend that she weighs fifty pounds. Yes, and
2: she's almost a year old. Yeah, but she's still a puppy, and
0: mm-hmm. she likes to get
2: out in the yard and eat a bunch of shit she's not supposed to. Maybe intellectually,
0: she's a puppy. Yes, and yeah, probably, probably she eats poo. Yeah. I won't, I won't use profanity. Damn it.
2: Well, if you were the one that had to clean up diarrhea twice yesterday, you might use well, the real word.
0: There's a difference. Okay. Between you and me, mm-hmm. and whose dog that is.
2: Yes, I did have to clean up diarrhea. Izzy diarrhea twice. It was I rolled out of bed yesterday morning, still mm. kind of bleary from sleep. It was a Saturday, no alarms going off, nothing to hurriedly get to, except for the fact that Nico was at my side, telling me that first he told me one. Francie puked downstairs, and I was like, "What?
0: That happens. That
2: does happen. The bosties do have sensitive they stomachs, have but sensitive they have sensitive
0: throats. Almost,
2: yeah, <laughs> they just almost always puke." Yeah, um, I come downstairs, and I'm like, "That's not vomit, right? The smell was putrid."
0: I'm fully aware because
2: I'm sorry to anyone who's eating their breakfast. We yeah,
0: don't, don't
2: never eat your breakfast. While don't do that. To awesome today.
0: Yeah, you shouldn't eat anything—breakfast, lunch, or dinner—or no. even a a keto power bar <laughs> you shouldn't eat those anyway don't ask me why Uh no like my office we've discussed in the past that my office in our home is the auditory canal of the home yeah it is also the olfactory canal of the home so long after the rest of the house stopped stinking i had to work all day in a real turd pit
2: now, look, I got out all of the things I got the candles like a I got the Lamborghini. you didn't
0: bring them to my office though
2: I didn't know that it' stunk in your office all day. Or it is it happy does to.
0: even when somebody when a human takes a poo in the upstairs bathroom yeah. long after the bathroom doesn't stink. my office is just like did i did I fart no, no that was some that was somebody else that's not my flavor,
2: okay, well. Yes, so that happened, and I thought I didn't know what animal did it. I had no idea because I just came down to a puddle to clean up that smelled so bad. I wanted to peel the skin off of my body.
0: Is mm-hmm. <laughs> how mm-hmm. bad it, it really, it really reaches an arm up each nostril and shakes your brain like an abusive parent with a child
2: okay well that went dark it's and how that's, it feels i was even talking about dog diarrhea and you took it darker it's
0: how it feels um the diarrhea was dark in yeah fairness.
2: it was actually so then you know clean it up i don't know which one of the dogs has done it i i'm just like well maybe it was a one-off you
0: should have known by volume
2: yeah i probably should have
0: I probably should have. The quote-unquote puppy is much larger Mm. than the other two dogs.
2: So my day continued on. I I took one for the team and took Nico with me to run all manner of Saturday morning errands. I was all over the place and Mm -hmm. just concluded my shopping trip to Sam's, which I didn't even want to do, but I
0: did do. Now you're promoting Sam's. With no advertisement dollars, just pretorsorial point, say warehouse club.
2: Okay, to the local warehouse club. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I had done the shopping, so I'm already hot and sweaty, and I've had Nico with me all morning, just yammering in my ear about I want Mm -hmm. this and can we do that? He's quite the yammerer. Who do you get that from? Um, well, how dare you? It's a blend. It's a blend of his parental influences. We pull in the driveway, and as I'm pulling in the driveway, Daisy's calling me, "Mom, where are you?" And I was like, "I just got home from Sam's. Like, I literally just pulled in." And she was like, "Izzy had diarrhea, and I don't know how to clean it up." Mm-hmm. And so I got to walk in from Sam's, hot and sweaty, and clean
0: up a more than one spot. It was all over the carpet. It was. It was in the entryway.
2: Oh, I didn't to even the see home
0: because okay. Daisy was cleaned that up. I. I wanted to say mopping, and that's probably pretty accurate, because she wasn't actually getting it off the floor. She was just pushing the puddle around. It was very disgusting, and it made me... It so disgusted me, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go mow the yard, and I hate mowing the yard.
2: Anyway... Yesterday was not great. And then then later, as you and I were sitting on the back patio enjoying our evening mm, coffee. And, this
0: is where it gets awesome.
2: Yeah. Is it? Is it? I think so. I looked out in the yard. We noticed that Izzy was running around looking like she was going to poop. So I was watching her as she did this. And she turned so that it was her profile facing mm-hmm. in the You got yard.
0: the full yeah, scientific anatomical breakdown.
2: If you're sensitive about
0: skip ahead 30 seconds. Yeah, go
2: 30 seconds forward starting now. So I'm watching her and she's got her tail up like she's going to poop except no, it's not poop. It is a sheer shower spray. Shit shower. Shit shower of dog diarrhea in the yard. I was horrified but also like wow, I've never experienced that's, something
0: like this visually. That's where the awesome lies. Okay. Because who who it's a, it's a it's an elect few. Who can say, oh, I've seen firsthand, without having to clean it up, mm-hmm. I've seen The Shower of Shite.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which sounds like it should be either in the UK or Ireland.
2: Yeah, probably. It sounds like a good rock band name, Shower of Shite.
0: It sounds like potentially a controversial book for the shelves of the elementary school library. Oh, Maybe it should be banned, maybe not. Okay,
2: well there we go.
0: Well, you write it. We'll Never. figure out what to do with it next. I
2: don't want to. I, I'm going to just hang on to that memory in my brain, but I'm not going to do anything with it. I will not force it amongst the people.
0: Okay. Do you think you'll lurch up right in bed from a from a coma-like sleep and just be like, what is happening? Because you've dreamed and seen it again?
2: No, but apparently that's what you've been up to lately. That's uh,
0: I've not expelled any vocal things, but the last two mornings I've literally woken up Doing an L hinge at the waist, just sitting up in bed like, I'm awake! Which is uncharacteristic for me. I'm yes. normally, historically, I've been more of a lethargic yes. stirrer.
2: Yes. It's
0: been interesting. It
2: has been interesting. So, our daughter, Daisy, the aforementioned diarrhea mopper.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, squeechier, moving it around, not so much. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Um, she just got back days ago from her first trip to the Big Apple.
0: That's right, NYC proper.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, gotcha. You were taking a drink, and we had the we had the producer's curse, dead air.
2: Yeah, you could have talked. You that saw was... that I was reaching for my big water tumbler for
0: the record i paused there so that you could insert an ad
2: oh really okay yes, yes. into our ad free awesome today yeah episodes. why
0: it's still ad free i'm not sure
2: well we should ask awesome today fam what do you think we should do with oh, ads?
0: they'll not they'll be like oh, i don't like an ad but <laughs> nobody joined my patreon either
2: <laughs> you're as of yet unlaunched patreon
0: right okay. or my only fans <laughs> Now, granted, you don't have to watch what's on there just to contribute. You can just join for the sake. That's, call it my only Patreon. I don't know.
2: Okay. Uh, Stacy did go to New York City, and... She did enjoy it quite a bit. Mm -hmm. She was ready to get home when it was time. Yeah,
0: that's my child.
2: Yeah. They she was with Oklahoma Youth Orchestra, they played Carnegie Hall, they got to go to the Broadway show Wicked, they got to go on a dinner cruise around the Hudson River. No dead bodies spotted as far as she could tell.
0: There was one underneath the ice in the buffet. (laughs)
2: <laughs> she got to experience the... Genovese
0: was his last name, yeah, yeah believe.
2: Yeah. Yes. Uh, she got to experience the vast amounts of smoke that invaded New York City and other parts of mm. the area, and uh, she had a great time, but she was definitely ready to be back home. That's so. true. So here's the thing that I came across this week. Okay. Speaking of New York City... Hmm. I came across an article. It was actually from the online publication Mental Floss. It's a number of years old. How it came across my radar this past week, I do not know, but it was discussing urban legends that are actually true. Okay. And one of the ones that came to mind for me, in terms of urban legends being true or not has to do with New York City and there being alligators in the sewers of New York City. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because supposedly people would flush baby alligators and then they would go into the sewer and turn into big grown-up alligators. Well, once
0: an alligator has diarrhea in your house, you don't want him there anymore. And so you flush him.
2: Okay. Fair point. Fair point. Well, the very first... So I want to talk about five urban legends that... Actually, are based in reality. Now, five. I cut the list down because Kyle, an alarming number of urgent, urgent, urgent legends, urban legends are grisly.
0: Um, Urban legends.
2: Urban (laughs) urban legends. Okay. They're grisly. They're Mm -hmm. dark.
0: They're well. Yeah.
2: And they're but the ones even that are based in real life, they're scary.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's why they get retold. Exactly. We, t- we as humanity tend to, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for, orbit around mm. ugly things. Yes. Okay. That's well, why you keep getting dogs.
2: Yes. It's just for the diarrhea factor yes. alone. And the, and
0: the vomit, of course. Two dogs ain't enough.
2: No. Five kids and two dogs are not enough. Let's bring another creature into the house that can't Prefer- control yeah. its bowels.
0: Preferably one that has bowel issues. <laughs> We don't want just a regular dog who's plainly.
2: No, why, that's boring. Why would we do that? Oh, indeed. Um, I, did, I cut the list in half because okay. some of them were too dark even for me to talk about. Oh, you so. say that like you're
0: some hard ass.
2: Well, I'm not a hard ass. I'm very sensitive. Well, of course, so how then, should I say it?
0: many of them were too dark for you. Oh, okay. perhaps most, and you found the.
2: I should say that the
0: five pre-approved for yes, kindergarten were, through th- fifth grade.
2: Some of them were so dark that my sensitive constitution. You had rejected diarrhea them. on the floor, and made the dog clean
0: it up. <laughs>
2: yes, I did. That's yeah. what I would do. Yeah, yeah. It's a good move. Exactly. Okay, so the first one does have to do with toilets.
0: Okay, you know you got me there.
2: Have you ever heard the urban legend? The myth that you could be using the bathroom and all of a sudden get a little bite on your hiney because there's rats in the sewers.
0: Um, I've heard snakes.
2: Oh, a snake! Okay, yes. all right. This one has to do with rats. I don't know about which would the...
0: be worse. Ooh,
2: E mm. They're both my least favorite things on this planet. I don't get rabies, know. <laughs> or
0: try to find somebody to suck the poison out. Which is it? <laughs> I will not volunteer for that. I'm
2: going to say snake would be worse for me, personally. Personally. Um, But the thing about rats is that they are attracted to sewer systems because they can get in there. They're small enough of a space. Rat, mice and rats notoriously can squeeze yeah. their little malleable bodies. And they love the poo. They love the poo for the undigested food in there, not to mention yes. it just the feces. Themselves. Corn,
0: peanuts, bring it on.
2: Yes. And they can actually travel through... The pipes and come up into an opening including the toilet not just the toilet not limited to the toilet but also including
0: the toilet they gotta make their way what's the what's the thing called i'm making the arm motion where water goes up goes down comes back up it's what blocks sewer gas
2: yeah it's an uh, s pipe or a p p trap p trap mm-hmm.
0: which could be a poo trap mm-hmm. or evidently it's definitely not a rat trap if they can get through there
2: right and the, at least one documented case. Maybe happened. we'll put
0: razors in ours. Okay. No. I'm going to go flush some razors. <laughs> <That's>
2: Terrified. <laughs> uh, in 1999, documented mm. case. In, uh, yeah, of course. Yes. In Peters, Petersburg, Virginia, a female was using the restroom, seated as we all are, as we're using the restroom. Not all
0: of you, but most of you.
2: And a rodent did come up, had come up into her toilet and mm-hmm. bit her on the booty. While she was going to the potty. Uh, and that could really happen.
0: Did she get butt rabies?
2: I didn't go do more research because that was plenty of info for me. Just okay. the fact that it had happened. Okay. So just something to think about the next time you think you're just gonna peacefully scroll TikTok yeah. on the on the John and the, the, next- the turlet. <laughs> yeah, the turlet. Yes. Beware of the rodents Eek. that could be in there. Now this one is this next one is um, an urban legend I had never heard of. Okay, did you, as a child, as a teen, as a college student, have you ever heard of the story of a, a lawyer who liked to show off? He loved his um, his Florida window windows in his office.
0: Florida ceiling.
2: Uh, why did I say Florida window? So that sounded like Florida window.
0: <laughs> it could be a Florida window. It depends what direction it's facing and where you are.
2: Floor-to-ceiling windows. Okay. He loved them, and he thought it was hilarious for some reason to run and jump and throw himself against the panes of glass. And then one day, Ah, he does that, and they they gave gave him Died. I've okay. not heard this. I had not heard this either. I Apparently, like it. The urban legend is called the Leaping Lawyer.
0: I feel like it's a thing that could happen to me.
2: Yes. Well, this That's actually... why I only ever
0: have a first floor office.
2: Okay, good. I will bear this in mind. I will never let you have one of the high-rise offices. Second
0: floor max, but no more.
2: Okay. Uh, this really did happen in July of 1993. There was an attorney, a senior partner in a law firm who...
0: Was the firm Dewey Screw him in hell?
2: I don't, maybe. He was trying to impress some visiting law students, mm. did his little trick, and did in fact break through the window pane and plummet to his death below.
0: Good lord.
2: That's kind of dark. That was probably one of the darker ones that I led onto the list, but yeah.
0: Freud I mean, wins again.
2: Freud or Darwin?
0: Uh, Darwin, I'm sorry. Mo- <laughs> Flo- F- Floyd? Yeah, <laughs> Floyd and Freud. All three of them probably won. It um, Darwin was it the definitely to center podium.
2: Yes, yes, yes. I had never heard that one. I am both surprised and unsurprised that it was an actual story that really took place. Okay.
0: I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. I'm only surprised that I hadn't heard this one proper before because it's like, of course that happened. Of course someone did that.
2: It was inevitable. <laughs> yes.
0: I'm thankful to know. Now I don't have to.
2: Right. Exactly. And let this be a lesson to us all. Don't yes. do it. It's, not worth, the, don't do it's it. not worth the joke of it all, I guess. I don't right. know what you would get out of this. Don't do it. Now, this one is particularly um, timely for me. Okay. As I'm about to embark on some travels and stay in a hotel room myself. Mm-hmm. I know I heard this when I when I was a kid, especially a teenager. I feel like a teenager is when I first heard this idea that, um, you know, people check into their hotel room. They're on vacation. They're excited. Smells funny.
0: Smells weird. I, I think smells I know where you're funny,
2: going. Yes. And as it turns out, the, the, the scent gets worse and worse. The odor. hmm Gets worse and worse, it, to the point where they finally
0: they find out that there's been a dog diarrheaing in their <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> they
2: would know immediately when they walked in the room <laughs> if that were the case. Uh, finally, the police are called and it is discovered that there was a decaying corpse under the bed, and that's mm. what they were smelling. This is why, maybe, yeah.
0: If you pay attention next time you go, hotel beds, you can't get under them. Right. It's true. They had to be like, no more bodies under (laughs) here. No
2: more bodies under the We are tired of cleaning
0: up bodies and dog diarrhea. And so it's a pet-free hotel, and you can't get into the bed.
2: Okay, well, back in 2010, which is not that long ago. Oh,
0: it's a long time.
2: uh, There was a couple who was staying at the Budget Lodge in Memphis, Tennessee, and they were horrified to discover that they had, in fact, slept Above the body of a missing person in the area, the murderer had gone to the trouble of stuffing sa- fabric softener in the ceiling tiles to try to mask. Good the move. Good move. Hard to pin down
0: who the who the occupant was when the body was deposited. Yeah. Um, I will say though, in all fairness. Yeah. If you're staying at the budget lodge,
2: <laughs> just go in expecting yeah, some
0: stuff. If you didn't bring your own body, expect them to provide one. <laughs> It's what those places are for.
2: Yes, generally speaking.
0: It's a little higher
1: class folk than Motel 6. Well. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass.
2: Yes, it's a, that's the sort of Lake Stanley Draper of uh, yes. hotel yes. business, motel business. Which
0: is the Hudson River of yes, the higher-end hotels. Yes,
2: exactly. Um, here's one that I hadn't heard, and I think this one has to be pretty regional. It takes well, place... You, I
0: guess just to bring everybody into the loop that's not from Oklahoma. Oh. Lake Stanley Draper yes. is where all the bodies are found in Oklahoma. Yes. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> You've never planned it out before, but you find a dead body on your hands. You know know what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm going to Lake Stanley Draper. (laughs) And you dump the body. And you don't do anything to sink it or any of that. You just float her on out there.
2: That's right, yes. Uh, This one, regional, had to do with uh, an urban legend in Maine.
0: Okay, okay. Do we have any awesomes from Maine?
2: Mm, Do we?
0: I mean, maybe that, that aren't into my OnlyFans page and they're only in the Maine group. The main
2: group.
0: Oh, I didn't even mean to right. double entendre.
2: That's good. I that did it, good. though. Um, so for decades, there had been rumors going around in Maine's North Pond Area okay, that things would just randomly go missing. Especially, you know, I think of what's big, the
0: North Pond area? Is that like the UP of Michigan or something?
2: I have no idea. Would you like to Google that while I tell the story? No, not really. Okay, well, well, we'll do some side research later or not to talk about where the main North Pond area is. But things would go missing, people would be out camping, and food would go missing, batteries. Flashlights would disappear from people's tents. Okay. Maybe it was the Bigfoot of the Uaris. I don't know. No, Uaris are in the Carolinas.
0: Bigfoot can't be sneaky. Maybe it was a small foot.
2: Yes. So rumors started to go around that there was a person who was, in fact, you know, sneaking about the campgrounds in I this like North Pond area stealing things. But it lived as a sort of it? urban legend. The,
0: the, the story. story of okay, it. Okay, I thought you were calling the human no, it. and the, I was like, geez. The
2: story of it. Okay lived on as urban legend for many years, for 27 years, in fact. Until
0: they found a cabin until in the woods full of flashlights and batteries. Basically,
2: Really? Yes. I just made that up. There was a man named Christopher Knight okay. who lived alone in those woods of the main North Pond area. And he would just basically watch people, hikers, mm. people who are there canoeing, temporary residents. What's
0: a canoeer called? A canoeist. A, a canoeist. I like it. Is it a religion? Because I'll join that church.
2: Like it. I go to the Church of Canoes. I'm, I'm, I'm a practicing canoeist. I'm
0: a Southern canoeist. There,
2: there we go. Yes. Are you
0: Northern <laughs> or what? Uh, first canoeist.
2: Yes, first canoeist. Okay. So eventually, Christopher, you know, he'd been doing this for years and he kind of got a little lazy with his collecting and and watching, his people watching and and stuff collecting. It's exhausting. Yeah. He had a a confrontation with a game warden and he Mm. was basically not even that invested in like lying about it. He was basically like, Yeah, I've been robbing people for about 40 years out here. (laughs) Thanks for finally. (laughs) Thanks for showing up.
0: (laughs) Finally, good to be seen.
2: But, yeah, he'd just been out there watching people just, you know, living in the woods by himself, keeping an eye on things. And, you know, he needed sustenance. He needed provision. he just yeah. go get stuff. Hey, if hey, you bring your stuff to
0: the woods, it belongs to Christopher, too. Isn't it, like, one of the most anger-creating feelings ever when you need a battery and you don't have it? But only in conjunction with the fact that when you don't need batteries, every time oh, you Jesus. open the drawer, you've got to push batteries to the side to get to what you're after?
2: Please let us know if that is... Very singularly uh, our issue with batteries at our house, or if you will suffer from the same thing.
0: Even worse, even worse, yeah. is when you got to push all the batteries around looking for the one size.
2: Oh, yeah, of course. The
0: triple A's.
2: Triple A's. Okay, speaking of that, I want you to know, and I am bragging on myself fully. Yeah. When I was at Sam's yesterday, I went past the battery display. I'm sorry, when I was at the membership warehouse club. Yes. I walked past the battery display, and I remembered We just used the last of the AAA batteries. And I, the procurer. You bought a
0: pallet of batteries. I did.
2: The procurer of all household supplies around here. That's untrue. I thought, if I leave town, if I leave the state, Mm -hmm. and I leave this house, which runs on AAA batteries.
0: (laughs) Well, and one of the big problems.
2: Excuse me, can I finish my story? You didn't let me finish what I did.
0: I was just going to (laughs) say, if I may.
2: I guess you may.
0: One of the big problems is that you love to roll over onto the remote at night and hold down on a button that runs the batteries out in the remote. Is that right? And that's why we go through so many AAAs. That that's a big portion of it. it. Have you ever wondered why you have a up-and-down volume indentation on your left butt cheek?
2: Now I'm going to go return the batteries that I bought. I bought them for you. You know what? Go do it. Proactively. I'm a big
0: boy. I'll go buy my own damn batteries. <laughs>
2: I proactively thought.
0: Hey, are you going to finish your story? I'm telling the damn story. It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like you're arguing about your your volume intended left butt cheek. Uh,
2: the story is that I bought you a whole pallet of triple okay. batteries at Very the warehouse good. club.
0: Very good. Don't leave them someplace that the dog can crap on them. Or eat them. Or eat them. Because she would. She's stupid.
2: Okay. Well... This is the last of the urban legends.
0: Number five, rounding it out.
2: This one has to do with Candyman. I don't like it. <clears throat> Candyman feels like one of those urban legends that also is akin to Bloody Mary. Like yeah. if you went in the bathroom and turned up the lights and said, Yeah, yeah.
0: Or Beetlejuice or okay. Red Rum or all the things.
2: I had not heard of the Candyman version a of this. Whole movie series. Well, yes, there is. As a matter of fact, a whole movie, at least one that was released in 1992. Yeah. Called Candyman. Yeah. One of the Candyman One of the scariest movies all Of all weird. time Is that how you're supposed To say it? I
0: don't know If that's how you say it Or he does I can't remember It's been a while Since I've seen it
2: Well one of the most Famous scenes Apparently I haven't Seen it okay. But one of the most Famous scenes Involves a murderous Spirit with a hook For a hand That bursts through The main character's Medicine cabinet mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Now was that part Of the original Candyman thing Like go in the bathroom and the I feel like it was A mirror
0: the... a mirror related thing Okay
2: okay Well as it turns out That actually can happen In 1987 in Chicago. A woman was killed by a group of intruders who came in her apartment through the gap in the wall made for the medicine cabinet. Yeah. So this was a real thing. It really did happen. I don't know if it's connected truly to the Candyman... Um, Like if the legend precedes the movie of Candyman, you know, I don't know. I don't know the timeline on that, but it reminds me of two things. Oh, I
0: was just, I just saw the notes and I know where you're going. I was going to bring up this first one if you didn't.
2: Okay. So this is what we have talked about on the show. I'm almost positive before back in March of 2021. It was a long time ago. A long time ago, but it was definitely in peak. We were all watching TikTok. It was the pandemic era. Yes.
0: What else would you do?
2: Exactly. A woman named Samantha Hartso noticed there was, Cold air,
0: New York apartment,
2: New York City. Yeah. All, it all comes back to New York. All comes back. She noticed that her apartment was drafty. She yeah, traced the, especially the bathroom. The, especially the bathroom. She traced the the uh, draftiness. Down. Did
0: she? Did she like hold a candle? Was there something like? Really detective-like that she did? I went
2: back just now when we were getting ready to record. I actually did go back and watch the original. She just, in her telling of the story, she just went in and felt along. She licked her
0: finger and held it in the air?
2: Yeah, basically. She felt along the wall where the medicine cabinet in her bathroom was. The mirror. She didn't even think it opened or anything. She just thought it was a mirror in her bathroom. But then she noticed this cold air coming. She noticed that the mirror moved.
0: Right. It didn't open. It just moved. Right,
2: right, right. So she takes the mirror off the wall, and there's a cutout for a medicine cabinet, but behind... Through that, when you look through it,
0: it was a whole separate
2: apartment. apartment. Yes.
0: I can't remember. Wild. I can't remember. I know, I know she'd mentioned that she knew some construction had gone on for a time mm-hmm. prior to that. That had been maybe quiet for a while. Was it even so weird that that space had no door to the outside? Yeah, there's no
2: door to the outside at all. Oh, that's so yeah.
0: creepy. Creepy,
2: right? speaking crazy rats they
0: found a way to get it to
2: squeeze in
0: there out of the toilet, out of been the toilet. living over there
2: yes diarying everywhere the combination of this candyman myth and then also the one before with the guy who'd been watching and yeah. stealing things for 40 years yeah
0: mainly the batteries that go in the remote
2: yes that reminds me of my all-time favorite episode of the podcast criminal. It came out in 2017. It's episode number 71, and it's called A Bump in the Night. Okay. And it tells the story of a young woman who's 20 at the time. Her name's Amber. She moves into an apartment, and from the very first night that she's there, she keeps hearing strange noises. And then strange things would happen while she was gone. And as it turns out, yes, someone was living in the attic of her apartment. I don't like that. It is one of the best told, best produced, creepiest podcast things I've ever heard. I will put a link in the show notes if you like to be scared. Okay. But but I will tell you that all's well, that ends well in the end. Except for, you know, Amber probably had to have a little therapy after this I, happened. Do you think? Uh, but it's one of the best podcast episodes. It's on criminal.
0: Listen, the, the, the night. concept... Of somebody living in the attic—that's an old, for sure, urban thing, right? Yeah. To the point where I think so. We've what we've lived in this house
2: eleven years. Eleven
0: years, almost yep. twelve, or just, just past eleven. Just past eleven. Mm-hmm. Half past a monkey's ass, however that saying goes, something like that. Um, probably no less, no less than two, but no more than four times since we've lived here. I've been here alone, which is the only time that it should be quiet that it never is because of the hauntings. Yes. And I've heard something. And every time I would move, to would be like, what was that? Then it would stop. And it's ultimately resulted in me cracking open the old attic door, folding the steps down, and climbing up cautiously and looking yeah. around, being like, hello! <laughs> Whistling all the way up the ladder, just so some, somebody would...
2: I'm giving you time to hide, bro. Yeah. I don't really want to find you.
0: (laughs) It's hard to whistle when you're nervous. It's hard to get that, that pucker.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, speaking of hauntings, Mm -hmm. do you, I'm I'm catching you off guard. I didn't say that we were going to talk about this. Yeah.
0: You rarely tell me what we're going to talk about.
2: Do you want to tell about your latest run in with our house
0: ghost? I can, I can. It's not overly impressive. It's just interesting. Um, i now you you forced me to tattle on myself a little bit. I wake up at odd hours and what probably for the last year when that does occur and it's a really odd hour you sit up l, l i sit up l shaped and do the things um if I'm like fully alert and I'm aware of when I went to bed and it's a reasonable enough number of hours i don't I don't try to argue with nature, yeah, I just get up and go do things yeah. but that that could be at 3.30 in the morning, depending on when I went to bed and whatever. And so I just get up and do things. And again, this is an instance where the house is oddly quiet other than. Now, of our three dogs, we trust two of them to be loose and free at at night. night. Mm -hmm. The third one, the house pooper, (laughs) as we'll refer to her now as, you leave her out and she likes to come up the stairs. The other two, no, never come upstairs. Never, never. <laughs> she likes to come up the stairs and wake you up. Wake me up for no, no damn reason. No damn reason. You should have sang it with me as a duet. Yes, it could have been like my endless love, but
2: <laughs> no. no damn, damn reason.
0: reason. So, the fact that I was sitting in my office, piddling about,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I heard something on the stairs that sounded more like the weight and yeah. size of a dog it wasn't a human or i would have really lost my composure
2: okay you I th-
0: thought i was gonna say shit yeah i
2: did i did but you said composure yeah. I, I think it bears mentioning that the, the staircase in our house creaky. being
0: a hundred years old
2: creaky is like a uh, would be an improvement if it were just creaky. Yeah.
0: If you did not have good self-esteem, the way those stairs sound, you'd be like, good God, do I weigh 450? No offense if somebody weighs 450. Just if you don't weigh 450 and you feel like you do, that's a confronting moment. Yes. Did I repair everything? or Does that have that to be edited? Good. No.
2: That was good, but okay. listen... Our stairs... You, there's no sneaking no, in our house. You no. You cannot... It doesn't matter if you're Nico, if you're one of us, you cannot sneak it's, on the, the stairs.
0: The stairs are the great multiplier. Yes. Whatever you weigh, you know it's going to sound like a three times multiple of what you are. Yes. So the sound that was coming up was like a 60-pound, a actually maybe 20-pound dog trying to sneak up the stairs, except that I knew... It, it's a like once every half a decade that one of the Boston Terriers decides they're going to just try it out again. Yeah. And I hear it, and I'm like, is that a dog? What is that? I, I knew it wasn't one of her kids. It wasn't whatever. So I, I get up, and I hear like a scurrying away. Not a scurrying. A scurrying is too light of a noise. Okay. It, so it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a toilet rat.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> I hear movement quickly as my chair creaks as I get up, I yeah. peek around the corner, there's nothing there. But then I'm like, hold on. So I brave as I am in my in my skivvies, mm-hmm. I grab my phone, turn on the flashlight. Probably gave the neighbors quite a treat. We have a window in the on the landing of the stairwell. Yeah. So they were like, Lord, has he been eating pie? <laughs> a lot? And I go downstairs. I make the rounds. I make sure all the doors are locked, including the one that goes down to the dungeon basement. Everything. Everything's secure. And I and I look, and the dogs are both very plainly, firmly settled into places and agitated with me that I disrupted yes. their leisure because they knew yeah. by the clock of the sun that it was not time to be loved yet.
2: <laughs> right. Yes.
0: Go back upstairs. Work maybe twenty thirty minutes longer doing some things. I hear it again same same result mm-hmm. this time I'm much louder. In my moving around, because now I'm like, I, if there, I don't know what the hell I was thinking the first time. If there is something down here, I don't want to confront it. I want it to be uh-huh. afraid at my noise and run away. Yeah. It happened a third time. Yes. Still no results, and it was as it was happening the third time. I was like, this is a, this is a, a a thing, a phantasm, a, a whatever,
2: a ghostly prankster. Yeah. So
0: you're really
2: convinced, for the skeptics who might be listening, you're absolutely convinced that it was not either of the dogs. I
0: know it wasn't the dogs. Yeah. In fact, the second two times that I came down, both of them were so firmly plastered into their cages and eyes closed. They didn't even stir those times when I came down. They were out. Okay. And now you tell the other, the confirmation of my story.
2: That same night that all of this was, was happening... Our, this was actually when Daisy was in New York City, and so A.J. was in her room by herself. Is this what you were thinking mm-hmm, of? Mm-hmm. Okay. A.J. was in her room by herself. Now, we let her stay up till midnight, and that does not mean she goes to sleep at midnight. Right. She has to go to her She's room. She's in
0: her room by midnight.
2: <clears throat> and so sometime after midnight, she was laying in bed, and she heard the sound. Okay, so
0: we are... We shop at the warehouse club. We shop at the
2: warehouse club, and we buy... buy
0: pallets of water.
2: Watered. Watered bottles, bottles of water, mm-hmm. bottled water. Yeah, it's,
0: it's not like freestanding water on right, a pallet. Right,
2: right, right. And so we'll stack them in the breakfast nook, and people come and get them whenever they need a bottle
0: of water. If you've and had one of those, you know that it's a bunch of bottles inside of a weird yeah. plastic bag thing, yeah, and that. When you first get it, it is so firmly packed that you need a blowtorch to get one out. But then as things go, yes. it gets all unstable.
2: Especially because our kids will just randomly grab them. And so there's like bottles yeah. loose in there, flopping bottles around. Of
0: Kimbo. Bottles akimbo.
2: Bottles akimbo. And she heard the sound of what sounded like the top pallet falling off. Yeah, because we buy two the pallets ground. at yes. a time. Yeah, so they're usually stacked. Yeah. And it sounded like the one that was on the top of the stack had fallen off onto the ground, which you could be thinking like, okay, like could physics, happen. physics being what they are. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe she grabbed one before she went to bed and it just took that long for the weight of it to bring it mm-hmm. down. Except for the fact that you guys, we had no bottled water in the house, not
0: a bottle one, not
2: a bottle one. And I feel like she said something, she heard something else that night, but now I can't remember, but the she bottled probably water heard, thing,
0: she probably <laughs> heard my not 20 pound body scurrying up and down the stairs. <laughs> eat
2: pie just every now and again our house ghost just gets a little prankish
0: it was it was an aggressive night i'm curious what was going on in the stars yes now i'm pretty confident if i may last week was did i talk last week about the book no i didn't at all i don't think so okay well if i did everybody meg said i didn't so you just shut up (laughs) <laughs> Wait, why are you telling them to shut up? <laughs> because they're like, now he talked. We he talked about it. no, no. Meg sorry, didn't. So I, don't think I didn't. You did. I don't know if I did or not. But anyway, I'm going to talk about it again, if that's okay. Fine by me. I I think I I feel like I did anyway. Came across a book written in 1927. I almost swear I talked about this. To okay, a maybe you did. Um, written in 1927. By a guy who was a prolific trader. Um between nineteen oh nine and nineteen fifty-five estimations are that he pulled at least fifty-five million dollars out of the markets. Wow. Prolific trader. In today's dollars, that's more. Yeah. I don't have the exact calculation, but it's a lot, a lot more, more. Probably north of 150 million. Wow. Um Well, this book, which is a, it's a very, it's set in the 20s. It's a very engaging, honestly, romance, Mm -hmm. but written in a way that you don't have to be ashamed of yourself as a man that you enjoyed it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah. But, and he even even points to this in the the forward. Is that what it's called at the beginning of the book? It is. Yes. That there's a hidden code for a thing in there. Mm Mm-hmm. That the first time you read it, you'll enjoy the story. The second time, you'll be like, hey, wait a minute. And the third time, you'll be like, what? Yes. This is me, of course, paraphrasing. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Well, there is a code in there. Whether or not it means anything, who would ever know, right? Right. But there is a code in there. And in fact, since the publication of this book in 1927, there's like a whole subculture of life that has existed since then who has worked to decode because apparently it was his secrets for how he traded the markets so impressively Mm -hmm. and it's like one of the few books that he ever published and i don't believe he ever copyrighted it he left it as public domain Mm -hmm. for a reason yes he wanted he wanted the worthy person or persons yeah. to decipher the code, but he didn't want to just give it away. He felt like perhaps somebody capable of deciphering the code would be responsible enough to deserve it. Yeah. And I've had quite an enjoyable week going back, looking through the book, listening to a few other people. Because what seems to be the common practice, at least currently, and I would assume for a long time Mm -hmm. is that when somebody has cracked at least a portion of the code and begun to appreciate it, they will never tell you how to do so, but they will write their own coded thing, either on paper or through an audio presentation of some kind, just to emphasize a word here or there, or say another thing. Many of them who also interestingly use in quotes public domain mm-hmm. as a indicator that oh we i got part of the code here and i'm gonna if you know how to read it if you've gotten any of it you this you'll recognize what i'm saying it will help you with the main story yes. it has been a wildly enjoyable hunt
2: it's like the game except yeah, yeah. like
0: except the first time
2: yeah Exactly. It's
0: the godfather of the game.
2: Yes. Okay. So you have. You've been really... It's been enjoyable to hear you process through this Mm -hmm. and talk about it, and it's really piqued my interest in a lot of stuff. It's a
0: thing that forces you, based on your level of curiosity as you read it, as you look at it, it forces you into things that are not as commonplace today as they would have been back then. Right. And so... He might reference something that if you know how to comprehend what he's saying, effectively, you need to know how to read latitude and longitude coordinates and not just rely on Siri to tell you where to turn. Yes. Or Mr. Garmin or whoever all the other services are that do that for us. Yes. Um, there's some astronomy, there's astrology, there's geometry, there's any number of things in there. There's recognition, the necessity for recognition of uh, prolific authors within different disciplines, mm. numerology, wow. just all kinds of stuff. This dude was plainly, he was plainly very learned. Yeah. And he just really, he he crossed all boundaries, brought all these things together. It's It's been wild. Love it. Love it. If anybody's interested in pursuing this on their own a tunnel through the air is the title of the book written by wd gan g-a-n-n it's a great book it's a fascinating thing even if there is no secret to trading in there it doesn't even matter the journeys uh the enjoyment as the meme goes okay <laughs> there's some meme uh, we'll discuss that later
2: okay all right A couple of quick notes I picked up by chance, and maybe because of the stars, who knows, the stars aligned, I picked up a new bottle of... New to me, bottle of Mezcal. This yes, past week.
0: Mezcal.
2: It's called El Bujo, which is the owl in Espanol. Yes.
0: Trust me, everybody right now is like, how has Kyle not made juvenile jokes about that name? Trust me. Oh, yeah. There have been plenty. Plenty.
2: Um, it's delightful. I will say, and I think you might agree with me, if you want to try a Mezcal that's lighter on the smoke, heavier on the fruit,
0: fruitiness yeah. of it,
2: yeah. you would like El Bujo. It's been enjoyable to yep. check out.
0: It is truly... Um, Much like a very fine whiskey or scotch. It is, like, to try it uh, neat, you get a very distinct thing. To add a single ice cube, it man, the the bouquet explodes. That's where it gets really floral. You
2: called it, I believe... uh Sweet tarts in the ashtray?
0: Yes. That's the the neat sip was like eating a sweet tart that had been in an ashtray, which sounds disgusting, but hey, when you like sweet tarts, it's actually, it's not terrible. I once (laughs) as a child ate an Easter chocolate bunny out of a drainage ditch. That's a whole other story, but it is true.
1: Yeah. In fact,
0: me and two neighbor kids, and we got caught doing it by all of our older siblings, and we all got lectured by our parents.
2: To not eat things out of the drainage ditch.
0: I don't even remember the point of their argument that chocolate was so good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm leaving this week with Daisy to go to Tallahassee. Yeah,
0: leaving me here with the remaining four.
2: Yes. And so I'll be reporting back. We actually thought we might do a fun thing to record our separate experiences of the week, of hearts. We'll we'll see. We'll see how it pans out.
0: Know this. There are some some experiments coming
2: yes. with the show. That's right. That's and right. if
0: they suck, we'll throw them out. I have no problem ever choosing to try something I want to do and then changing my mind with no apology. You're
2: really good at that. Way, way, way better than I am.
0: Well, do be better, work harder, okay. something. Work be less hard, however that goes.
2: Finally, we've got the week-o celebration ahead of us, kicking off on Tuesday with our 25th wedding anniversary when I will be leaving you.
0: <laughs> when you'll be turning th- Forty something plus four. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, this will be the first anniversary we've celebrated apart yeah. ever, ever.
2: That's pretty great. Are isn't you going it? to
0: go eat shrimp?
2: i probably find a shrimp place in Tallahassee. I bet they have a few.
0: I bet they got some that are better mm-hmm. than the ones here.
2: Also, next week is my birthday.
0: I'm going to go find a shrimp in an ashtray.
2: Oh, gross! Next oh, to the sweet not, tarts. That's not worth it. My birthday, yeah. Nico's birthday, and Father's yeah. Day all in one and weekend.
0: Cares about Father's I Day. I do. Well, you would. Yes. sick sicko.
2: So, that's what's coming up for us, and we better wrap it up before my battery dies and Your we lose this battery, recording.
0: Sweet Jesus. Yep. Okay. Well, I think everybody knows what what not. It's not a request. It's a it's an edict. It's a demand. Have an awesome today. Would you? Please do. All right. Bye.